0: Welcome to Small Talks, where we have small talks about a big God. I'm Crystal, let's talk. Backseat drivers are passengers who are not controlling the vehicle, but who constantly comment and insert their opinion on the driver's actions and decisions. Now, when I gave you that definition, I'm sure a number of people popped in your mind. Maybe some of you thought of your parents who every time they get in your car, they are telling you to slow down. Or maybe your spouse who seems to always ask, Why are you going this way? As if there's only one way to your destination. Or maybe you have a know-it-all friend that has an opinion about every decision you make on the road. Well, on this road trip called life, we get to choose and personally invite people to join us on our journey. And whoever we invite on our road trip can sometimes have the loudest voice in our lives they can be the most dominant influential voice we hear and sometimes they can be a lot like a backseat driver and if you're not careful these backseat drivers in your life can change the course and direction of your journey having you go places you never thought you would go and doing things that you thought you would never do so who's riding with you what friends are occupying the seats in your vehicle? Or who are you inundating yourself with on social media that may be influencing the way that you think? Or what music artists or TV shows are influencing you and joining you on your trip? Who are the backseat drivers of your life? I want us to look at something Paul said to a group of people in Corinth. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 33, he says to them, do not be misled, bad company corrupts good character. To really understand the scripture, you need to know that during this time, the Corinthians were being deceived about something that was crucial to their faith, and that was the resurrection. There was one group of people that said, there is no such thing as a resurrection of the dead. And there was another group of people that said, oh yes it is. So Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, he shuts down all the confusion and retells the story that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he was raised on the third day according to the scriptures and he appeared to a number of people to prove that he actually was resurrected from the dead Paul went on to say that if the resurrection is phony if it didn't happen his preaching would be useless and so would their faith and even worse their sins would not be forgiven so this is the context you find do not be misled bad company corrupts good character So he says, do not be misled. Don't be led away from the truth. And he goes on to say that bad company corrupts good character. Don't think you're stronger than you are. The longer you hang around people who have a different belief system than you. And remember, these folks just believed differently. So he's saying that if you hang around people who believe something different from your Christian beliefs and standards, it will eventually taint your character. And your character is the core of who you are. So when you decide to become close friends with people who don't have good integrity, who think it's okay to fudge numbers, or people who think it's okay to hate your enemies and be rude, then over time, you will begin to believe like they believe and act like they act. Some of you are like, see Crystal, you don't understand. I'm the mature Christian. I'm the strong one in my group. They won't rub off on me, I'll rub off on them. Well, that's not always the case. You've heard the saying, one bad apple spoils the bunch. I don't care how nice and shiny and strong those apples are. I don't care how much you are probably living right, going to church, reading your Bible and loving Jesus. If a rotten apple gets close enough to you, it will have an effect on you. The only way to protect the good apples from being corrupted is to distance the good apples from the bad apples to simply create some healthy space. Now I'm not saying that you cannot have friends or influencers in your life who think believe and act differently from you. I'm just saying, those people cannot be your closest friends. They cannot ride shotgun in your life. These people are probably not the people that you spend most of your time with. They probably shouldn't be the core influencers in your life. So again, who's riding with you? Who are the backseat drivers in your life. Do you need to make some adjustments? Psalm chapter 1 verses 1 through 2 says, How blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, nor stand in the path of the sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and day night. The Word of God ought to be the loudest voice in our life, and the people closest to us should echo the truths of God in our lives. And if we're going to get to the destinations God wants us to go in life, we're going to have to let Jesus take the wheel, meaning we're no longer the driver. Jesus is he's guiding and directing our lives but I want to caution you if I can flip the illustration of the backseat driver for a moment sometimes we can become backseat drivers to God trying to control everywhere he takes us in life backseat drivers are backseat drivers because deep down inside they don't trust your driving so if Jesus is going to take the wheel if Jesus is going to be the leader of our lives we're going to have to put our full trust in him So let Jesus fully take control of your life and commit to not being a backseat driver. And lastly, ask God to help you identify other influencers and potential backseat drivers so that you can make sure that you have the right people traveling with you on your journey. God, help us identify the backseat drivers in our lives and help us know when we are being a backseat driver in our relationship with you. In Jesus' name, amen.